þú ert að hlusta á alvarpið á nútímanum. Yes, it's recording now. Yes, it's good. It's good. <laughs> okay, is Jurassic Park back online? Uh, yes, Jurassic Park is back online. The dinosaurs are within the parameters and they will not bite us. <laughs> parameters. Yes, we have uh, we have genetically altered them to be vegetarians. So we don't have to worry anymore. We only have vegetarian dinosaurs. Vegetarian dinosaurs. <laughs> uh, just like an American comedian. American comedian. About, and I do this bit about vegetarian dinosaurs. Vegetarian <laughs> dinosaurs. <laughs> you, when you yes. do that, you sound like you sound like a, a caricature of a vampire. Vegetarian yes. dinosaurs. Ah, 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 ah. I feel like when people try to do, uh, it's, you're not you. You have the Björk uncles. You kind of catch how we talk, and it's pretty close. Yeah. But uh, yeah. most people, when they try to do an Icelandic accent, they turn into a. Uh, uh, they turn into vampire. Well, I'm, I'm actually very. I'm very honored that you said that I get pretty close because that's the first time an Icelander has ever admitted that. No, it's pretty good, my friend. But you don't really. You, you have to, what you have to do is you have to look up the Icelandic bodybuilder, uh, the first uh, first Icelandic strongman who got world famous, Jón Páll Sigmarsson. He uh-huh. he uh, had a lovely way to talk. He had the strongest. Yeah, I, I, he had the strongest Icelandic accent. And, I don't know. Uh, yours is pretty strong. Yeah, but I, yeah, I'm pretty close to him. But when he was interviewed, he is. I would have gone further, but I had a pain in my ankle. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the I remember when I first moved there. The one that really got me was when Icelanders say the word "cool," and they go "cool," "cool." Yeah, cool. That's so cool. cool. That's, so, That's cool. so cool. Yes. <laughs> How are you, man? I'm all right. My back is getting better, <coughs> slightly better. Mm-hmm. I've been, I've been having a bad back. I almost, uh, almost uh, booked a time, booked an appointment with a masseuse. Aha. Uh-huh. But uh, then, then it's just been slowly going away. So I'm just enduring the pain. Also, actually, I haven't been that great to tell you the truth because I had the cold yesterday, but which it's, it's no. which I don't. Which was really frustrating because I had a cold like a month ago, and usually it's like six yeah, months between every cold. But now, yeah. what well, what's going on? Is my uh, my olemis kervi going down? My immune system? Your immune system, your olemis kervi. Hmm. What does that literally translate to? It literally means immune system. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 oh, that's so, disappointing. Yes, well. Uh, I actually, I had a guy last week ask me, what is the Icelandic word for northern lights? And I said, northern And he yeah. said, what does that mean? Northern light. And yeah, like, well, oh. 
That's a bit if, disappointing. If the English word is uh, if the English word is totally literal, it's probably the same way in Icelandic. We are yeah. we're a literal a country uh, uh, because you know we can read and like uh, and write or uh, read and write. That's what mm. one one thing that we have that which we like boast about is by the fact that we have hundred percent literacy. You know. It is pretty good. How it is, is it? How is good. that in? Uh, how is that in Australia? Are there a lot of? We don't have a hundred percent literacy here. There's no. quite a few people in quite a few, probably hundred thousand people in this country who cannot read or write. Um, but I think I think that's something that comes comes you know in in uh, in joint with uh, when you live in a country over like five million people. Yeah, I think that's the whole that's the whole thing, you know. Yeah. So what? But so the lesson, lesson, here. lesson here is the the fewer the people, the the the, the better the way of life. Yeah, the better the way of life. So we should. I think so. So now I get what all those all those uh, Bond villains are thinking when they want to like kill, you know, the whole world, well, most of yeah. the world. They just want to make them fewer, so it will become better. So it'll I, be better. I, I well, get it. I get it. I get Trump now. <laughs> He wants to get rid of Gina. <laughs> no, he wants to go into Gina. He wants it's to pronounce Gina. He w- grab Gina p- by the pussy. Oh uh, yeah. Well, you took my joke. I took your joke, and I have no qualms about it because I am in Australia, and I am in Iceland, and together we are Australia. Australia, it's a wonderful place full of adventures and such. Australia, come with me, Australia. <laughs> Do you know, you sounded like something from these so-called musicals of Sir Andrew Lloyd Webber just now. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Ginger. But you Ginger. know what I just realised? We're going on adventure. <laughs> Um, I just realized we didn't do the thing to make sure that we sync this up. Okay, uh, you, you want to take lead? Okay, so no one told you life was gonna be this way. Pretty close. Wow. Yeah, I think we're uh, okay. We're I okay. Guess so. <laughs> yeah, but I don't have a On my end, I clapped and then there was like a, a, at least a whole second delay and then you did. Oh, so you have the delay now because I had it last time. Last time I was listening, it sounded like you got everything I said on time, but I got your stuff. No, no, I got your stuff on time, but you got mm. my words like a uh, second and a half later. So it kept sounded like it took you a, a second and a half to get everything I was saying. Yeah, pretty much. But sometimes that happens in real life. Yes, yes, that is my real life. (laughs) Yes. But hey, guess what? Guess what? This is is episode 30, and we're recording episode 30, which is very coincidental because I just turned... No, 31, because I just turned 31. Congratulations, my friend, on your birthday of being 31. Yeah, it's right now. Yes, that's actually a lyric to Icelandic uh, birthday song. Congratulations, my friend, of being 31 right now. It is your age in years. 
Uh, but I don't have time to calculate the days. But it's a birthday, which is meaningless unless you actually believe in the meanings of dates. So for like, you know, star signs and such. And I don't remember the melody. Something like that, I think. Uh, and that is that. And that is that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Well, my, my parents did it. They pulled a funny on me this morning. Oh. They, uh, they pulled they, your they, funny? They grabbed you by your vagina? They pulled a funny. They grabbed me by the vagina. Oh. Uh, no, they, they did a joke. They got me two birthday cards. Oh. They got me one that said, Happy 30th birthday. And I opened it and I said, What? This is. Are, are you sure? I, I, and I looked at my mom she, and she said, There's another card. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they also got me a first birthday card. Yeah, parent humor is very funny. Uh, and I, I gave them a nice slow clap. Yeah, that's pretty good. You know, there's one joke my parents, my mom and my stepfather do all the time. It's not a joke. It's just something that they laugh about every time they remember it, which is mm. the fact that it was probably, I think, yeah, it was, I would say, 15 years ago. I was working mm. in a place in Iceland called uh, Rútafjörður. And I was taking the bus over to Rútafjörður. It takes me three hours or so. And... Uh, <clears throat> So mom calls me on the phone and I'm asleep at the bus and I wake up and she says, oh, where are you now? Uh, and I said, well, I'm, I'm closing into Svinafjörður, which was just a, a brain fart on my behalf. So mm-hmm. Hrútafjörður means the fjord of rams. Svinafjörður mm-hmm. means the fjord of swine. Yes. And she thought it was the funniest thing in the world that I, for a moment there, got these two confused, Svinafjörður and Trútafjörður. And, since, and then I heard her talking to my stepdad, like, <laughs> he said, he said, he said, Svinafjörður, not, it's Trútafjörður. And then, like, for years, they, like, remember when Hulikur said Svinafjörður. Oh. And I just slapped their knee. It is the funniest thing in their life, which I don't know if their life is... Uh, does that mean that their life is extremely boring or extremely comfortable? I don't know. Yeah, don't you don't you love it when they like you get together with a family and then suddenly they all decide to bring up things from the past and it's always like, hey, remember that funny time when this horrible childhood painful memory happened to you? Mm-hmm. Oh, wasn't that amazing? Yeah. <laughs> well, like no, I, say, I forgot about it till just now. Wait, remember when you shat yourself? <laughs> Well, no, yeah. I, it, I shat myself in a diaper. It is for yes. shitting yourself into, mom. You know, remember yeah. the future when you will shit yourself? I'm not going to change it. I will hire people to do it. And I will never visit you. <laughs> <laughs> Just because of the stupid joke and also the Svinafjörður thing. Well, my, my, um, my experience here so far has actually will give me my... Embarrassment of the week. Of the week. Um, so, so one thing that's interesting here is like I haven't lived in the same city as my parents since two thousand and nine, so it's a long time. And 
since I've been here, I have noticed my mother has almost no faith that I am capable of doing anything. Um, so when, she, when on the first day we arrived, she mentioned something about how on Christmas Eve, where she does this big dinner, uh, that she has to pop out during the day. And I said to her, that's okay. I can take care of all the cooking while you're gone. And there was a slight pause. And then she looked at me and said, I'll just do it when I get back. Um, and, yeah. uh, and then <laughs> I'll just do it when I get back, sweetheart. And then the next day, um, we were going to go visit my grandmother. And my dad was cooking dinner. So he said, take the car. And I said to my mom, do you want me to drive? And she looked at me and said, oh, your sister will. Mm -hmm. And... I just said, but I have a license. I know how to drive. Anyway, I let my sister. We went to my grandmother's house, and then uh, and then we came back. I, I drove us home, um, and uh, we came back, and she said, oh, I've got to go pick up your, your brother from work. And she said, I'll see if your dad's finished cooking and get him to do it. And I said, Mom, I'm, I'm in the car. I will do it. She said, yeah, but, but do you know where to go? And he works at the school I went to school at. And I said, yeah, I can, I, can, I can drive there. Are you sure you're going to be okay? I said to her, if I can drive on the other side of the road in a country in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, I'm pretty sure I can handle the neighborhood I grew up in. She went, all right, well, just call me if you get lost. Um, and then the actual embarrassing thing was uh, she said to me, do you need to do laundry? And I said, yes, I do. Shall I do it for you? No, I'm, I'm capable of, of doing my own laundry. That's fine. I, I can wash it. Yeah, but do you know how to work the washing machine? And I kind of had this, this uh, pride moment. I said, well, my washing machine in Iceland is in Danish. So if I can handle that one, I can handle your one. And then I got to the washing machine and I actually didn't know how to use it. I just push any random buttons really and turn the knob. You know, it, I, I had to. I have a similar, you know, I have a similar approach uh, to a washing machine as I have to uh, vaginas. I just, I don't know. <laughs> beep, beep, boop, boop, boop. Beep, beep. Is it working? <laughs> it's spinning. It's spinning. It's not supposed I to think spin. I, uh, <laughs> I accidentally put it on the longest possible wash. It could oh, be. Yeah. I had to pretend yeah, that I, I wanted it on that one. That's what I. That's what I do all the time with vaginas as well. I put it on the longest on possible setting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's yours? Uh, well, mine is. I'm trying to remember anything embarrassing that happened to me, uh, but it's the embarrassing thing that it, my week hasn't been that uh, eventful, really. Uh, yeah. You know, I was sick yesterday, so I watched uh, like a half a season of the Gilmore Girls, mm -hmm. uh, and. Um, and uh, I, there must be something, but I haven't had sex for a week or more. Have you oh, had sex? that's embarrassing for you. No, I yeah. have not. I have not, although I have a date tomorrow. You do? Okay. I do. So I'm doing my show tonight. Um, and uh, there's been this, this gentleman who has been chatting to me on the Tinder. On the, we've Tinder. Even, on the Tinder, we've even taken the extra step. We are now Facebook friends. Uh, yes, he is. He is. I mean, you know, I'm only here to be 28, but he is, for lack of a better word, pretty much the ideal son-in-law material for my dad. Um, he's from the same city as my parents. He likes soccer. 
Um, he plays in a league. He works as a cancer researcher. It's like the, he ticks all these boxes. Wow. You know? yes. Wow. And intensified and climbing, climbing the night. I'm pretty sure he does. He looks like a bil- he looks like billionaire Bruce Wayne, who in the '60s, remember, was just millionaire Bruce Wayne. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I have a date tomorrow, and I think we're gonna try juggling in the park. Okay. Yeah, that's that's nice. That's very nice. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't have anything embarrassing at all. I wish I did, but maybe if you could ask me like some leading questions, I will remember something embarrassing that happened to me. Have you been blackout drunk in the past week? No, it's been a long time since I've been blackout drunk. Have you been drunk in the last week? Yes, 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 I have. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> you know, I, I started uh, seeing my other podcast husband. Oh. Yeah, oh, well, okay. well, maybe that's the embarrassing thing. Well, <laughs> it's, I started doing the other podcast again. With I've Ivar? Se- I've been seeing other podcasts. <gasps> Oh my God! Yeah, I'm sorry. You Jonathan. have. Yeah, yeah. We... So does that mean? Does that mean like if that one gets more popular than this one, then this one will end? No, uh, because like I told you, I'm t- putting uh, a stand up on the shelf, so I will be more. Uh, I will have more energy on uh, st- stuff like uh, as such podcasts. So I think yeah. I can do I can I can do the both podcasts. I mean, there are podcasters out there out there who do more than one podcast a week. I can do it. Yeah, and I mean your other podcast is probably not the same kind of podcast that attracts our audience. It's very different. I know there are people who listen to both. Uh, and uh, the other one with Ivar, it's a much more dynamic thing. It's a much a different dynamic because on our podcast, we tend to kind of agree on stuff, but have mm-hmm. a, have maybe a different points of view. Uh, but on uh, the uh, my, my podcast with Ivar, we just argue the whole time. I sometimes just argue with him, even if I agree with him. It's just we have we are we are very good. Like uh, we we sound like an old married couple. So yeah, uh, I w- well, some would say that. Some would say it's an abusive relationship. But you know, far be it for me to call you a liar. Um, no, it's 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 like an abusive relationship between two very old people who never considered divorce, uh, yeah. because it's uh, it's uh, it's an abomination, <clears throat> like your sexuality. But then our <laughs> <laughs> but our podcast is more like we're just starting seeing each other, and it's more like mm-hmm. you know. Oh, I love that, you know. It's uh we were discovering things about each other the whole time. Was asking like what's your favorite baby bear? It's I guess we're like totally annoying. I thought that pod- your other podcast was about like nerdy stuff. It's about nerdy stuff, but uh, actually last time we argued about uh, uh, a gay thing. And what? <clears throat> yes. Because we were talking about the civil war. And uh-huh. uh, this this could actually uh, the actual civil war or the pl- um, Captain America civil Wait, war. Wait, there was an actual civil war. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're talking about Captain America. <laughs> Ca- yeah, talking about Captain America and his relationship with Bucky Barnes, also known as the Winter Soldier. 
mm-hmm. and and he said something because uh, you know the last two, two Captain America movies focused focused on their relationship, and he said something like, "Hey, weren't you kind of just waiting for them just to kiss in the end?" And I said, "What? Why? I mean, you know, they've been kind of just he's been." And he, his logic was that that uh, uh, he uh, puts Bucky Barnes, he, 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 he puts everything in danger in order to save his friend Bucky Barnes. So mm-hmm. Bucky Barnes is number one in his, uh, on yeah, he's number one. So that must make them gay, right? And I argued with him, that doesn't make them gay, that makes them friends. And he said, what, <laughs> what's wrong with them being gay? There's nothing wrong with it, but they're not. That's And then we argued, yeah, but don't we need gay superheroes in the cinemas? Yes, we do. Then just bring them in. Don't make Captain America gay. And I found myself being a bit embarrassed by myself, my, my own logic, because why was I being so defensive about ha- having yeah. Captain America being gay? Why was I? Can you explain this? Why were you? I don't know. No, I think it's just I, th- I. We had the similar argument before when we talked about Batman and Robin like two years ago, uh, which is I don't like it when. Uh, first of all, I thought he was kind of doing this joke with oh, they're so gay, right? And I was going, yeah, what? Well, yeah, well, oh, ha ha, very funny. Uh, but also, uh, I find it sometimes that. Uh, if you would make Captain America suddenly be gay, it would just be for the sake of him being gay, which I think is a stupid point because that shouldn't be a point. Do you get my meaning? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's so kind where of is where is someone like Iceman? Yeah, who's gay now? Different. Yeah, but he wasn't always gay. So how is that different? I don't know, but it was. I think the whole Iceman gay thing was just very well written. So I guess if they could write it into uh, it being, uh, you know, it being a serious story, uh, not being just. Um, I I mean I think it would be. It's if you're gonna do something like that, especially with a huge character with uh, like Captain America, or if you do it with Batman yeah. or Superman, then it's. It's such a big step to take, and you're obviously saying something huge. Uh, if you don't do it the right way, it will become preachy. If you catch my drift. Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, yeah. I which I you. think was, which I think is actually what happened with Ellen, when her show, mm-hmm. which was a wonderful sitcom called Ellen, mm-hmm. and uh, suddenly she decided to have her character come out of the closet, which she mm-hmm. herself later did. Mm-hmm. Um, but the show became, and it was a, it was a huge thing for American television. I think it was like a, yeah. it was a milestone in American television, even, and a brave thing mm-hmm. to do and a wonderful thing to do. However, this show became super boring after that. Yeah, because it was just about that, wasn't it? Yeah, and it was so preachy. So you know, if if you're well, it's it it was preachy, but maybe only to the choir. So it was preaching to the choir. So. I was apparently in the choir because I taped those shows because I'm going to tape this. I'm going to tape this part of television history. And uh, so I just, I really followed those particular episodes. I didn't even follow Ellen before that uh, at any, you know, with any seriousness. So 
when I started watching it, I thought, oh, I, I remember Ellen being more funny, but it's now, it's just us, it's just a show telling me that being gay is okay, and I already knew that. Yeah, and now you look at her, she's just a woman who talks at celebrities and then dances. Yeah, which is, yeah, <sighs> makes, which is, uh, makes more sense. But, yeah, um, she's really great at fluff. So, um, if they're gonna make Captain America gay, or if, when they make superheroes gay, who, who, it has to be well written. Who aren't in the first place gay? Then it has to be. It has to have be uh, have a real more than that one reason because it's it's like because then I feel like it's saying that being gay is something really special, which you know it isn't. <laughs> it's mm. just it's just a normal thing. But I get it with the whole. Uh, Iceman thing because Iceman was a bit of a douche and a player, which is a common mm. thing, you know, with people who come out of the closet. They kind of overcompensate yeah. before they go come out of the closet. So yeah, it it, it fits his whole narrative. Mm. That's good. But hey, before I, we so yeah. so basically, you didn't have an embarrassment. <laughs> the embarrassment was that uh, yeah, well maybe you corrected my embarrassment because I kind of was seeking your approval here of my point of the whole argument here because I was embarrassed after the show because I after the taping, I thought uh, I felt like I didn't explain myself well enough and uh, I felt like uh, I, uh, Ivar came out on top on that argument. And I came out like a bit of a homophobe. Well, you can tell him, you can tell Ivar that I actually agree with you. Yeah, well, I explained it much better now with you than I did with him. So, yeah, that's and, he why, and that's why podcast, I have two so. podcasts, you know. So I say <laughs> shit on one and I apologize on the other one. Wonderful. Hey, before we do our next section, I need to quickly change batteries in my voice recorder. Okay. Uh, yes. Give me two seconds. Okay. Cool. Hello, Hugleikur here. Uh, I just want to kind of apologize for me sniffling throughout the podcast. That's the word, right? Sniffling. When you shua up in F, as you say, in Icelandic, which literally means suck up into nose. But uh, the thing is, I just had a cold, so my nose is filled with phlegm. And to avoid it from... To stop it from leaking out of my nostrils, I sniffle instead of blowing my nose, which is something uh, most other nations, civilized nations do. They blow the phlegm into a handkerchief or a tissue, which is more disgusting than sniffling. But for some reason, uh, it is is more commonly accepted to do that. But in Iceland... We already are living at the edge of the world in uh, in one of the coldest countries in the world. And so we do get colds a lot. So sniffling is just part of our being. And this is how we do it. This is how we do it. So, I mean, if you ever want to come to Iceland and haven't been there, you will notice that people do a lot of sniffling. And it's just, you know, it's just the way we are. But I apologize anyway because I see how it can get on your nerves, similar similar like to someone chewing a banana really loudly 
or uh, or uh, clearing his throat very loudly so you can hear the movements of his bodily fluids inside his throat. It's not a pretty thing, but it's a human thing, and you will hear it more throughout the podcast, which will continue now. Okay, I am recording. Do I need to do a new sync thing? Yes, let's do a new sync thing. Okay. Um... Uh, na 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 Hey, that one. Yeah, which one? What what song is that? <laughs> that was Hear Them Calling. Na na na. Yeah, and there's a clap in that. Okay. <clears throat> no, it's a hey. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. Na, na, Ready? Na 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 Hey hey. Uh, Did I say hey on the No. Okay. Let's do it like. No, you this. said it right. You said it right. Let's just do. Let's just do the friends one. So okay. no one told, told you life was, was gonna, gonna be, be this way. Hey, let's move on to our next section, which is which? Operation Sex God. Sex God. Oh, okay, I've got mine in a sentence for you. I went okay. to H&M, I tried on clothes, I was disgusted. When I come home, I have a lot of work to do. That's it. Yeah, well, that wasn't one sentence. So, <laughs> so wrong, you lose. So, my turn. <laughs> yeah. I will do mine in one sentence, and this is how you do it. Okay. I, this I, is how you do it. I was deodorating my armpits in front of a mirror this morning, and I found myself to be quite a bit of sexiness. <laughs> I'm very happy for you. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm pretty sexy. I I'm, 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 I think I am at my sexiest when I am uh, I'm taking care of my armpits with my uh, deodorant. And uh, right. I, I did the whole thing. Uh, uh, you know, we, we both of us have a similar thing in our stand-up. I did mine a long time ago, and you're doing you yours more recent because and yours works better because you are uh, a foreigner in Icelandic soil. Yeah. <coughs> On Icelandic soil. Not yeah. in it. Well, not always. Uh, and then, uh, so uh, I I said something about the alternate, which is sweetalichter in uh, Icelandic. Sweat destroyer. Sweat smell destroyer. The sweat smell destroyer. But I find myself to be at my sexiest when I do that in front of a mirror. I think it's you know the whole pose of the body, like lifting up your arm. It's true. It does make everything look nicer. Yeah, I think we should just all be in that position the whole time. Then everyone would be sexy. That's true. That's true. But you know, I was so shocked at H and M yesterday that I am ready to move on to the next section, which is well, how? it's Jonah the Bar. No, it's Jonah the Barbarian. Barbarian. Yeah, but it's, it's, you know, just... I thought I would do a special edition of Jonah mm-hmm. the Barbarian today. I mm-hmm. posted on Facebook this the other day, and I think it's worth sharing. So I I want to do <clears throat> a special edition of the top five questions. I have constantly been asked about being an Australian in Iceland since I've been back. And the answers I give. Yeah. Have you read this yet? Oh, I, I bet none of these answers are bit bitchy at all. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to, when I, when I, um, before, I'm going to do the question in the most Aussie accent I possibly can, and then I'll answer it. So the okay. question number one is, isn't Iceland green and Greenland ice? Oh. Ugh. And my I mean, answer is, well, what are you going to say? No, no, you, you finish. 
My answer is yes. Iceland is very green throughout a lot of the year, but during winter, it's also quite covered in ice and snow. This sentence isn't going to impress anyone who lives there. It's a very obvious statement that anyone with a basic understanding of geography could figure out. Yeah, well, yeah, and even a more accurate answer would be, well, it's not that green, but it's kind of brown grayish for the most of the time, uh, and yeah. wet. And uh, what? Yeah, because uh, because of um, you know our planet is uh, slowly dying because of humans, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. also known as climate change. There is no snow in Iceland now, well, not in Reykjavik. It's just rain. I know you're having a red Christmas. A wet Christmas. A it's wet. A, that's disgusting. Yeah, wet, sloppy Christmas. Oh, yeah, man. I don't like it. I really I'm rain just... is my least favorite weather. Something I'm going to have to do to help you out is I'm just going to have to get my camera and go take some beautiful pictures of the sunshine uh, and the wonderful, glorious, um, sunny landscapes here and send them to you. But you can never capture the absolute beauty of sunshine in nature because it's uncatchable. That's why, that's whenever I see people taking pictures of the northern leaves, I say, what are you doing? You cannot catch this beauty. Just enjoy it in the present. I say within my mind, but never out loud. <laughs> well, think, one thing you know, I do, yeah, you know, taking pictures of everything, it's, it is a bit perverse in a way because it's just humans trying to capture a moment. But when you capture it, it's like capturing a butterfly. If you capture it, mm-hmm. uh, then it's just dead. You, you kill it, you nail it on in a frame or something. So it's never the same as it was before it was caught. It was free then mm-hmm. and beautiful, and now it's dead. And that's what happens to your picture of the rainbow or the northern light is just dead. And also, same thing when you try to capture a concert. You, it's, you're never going to capture the magic that you are uh, experiencing. You're just capturing echoes and noise. It's just death. You are very meta today. I sometimes am. I've been inside uh, for a long time watching Gilmore Girls. Uh, that, so that's the... Oh my god! You're so gay! <laughs> that's, I actually, you know, I, you know, Gilmore Girls is so hot right now. With the new oh, series and everything, me. yeah, not but it's me. very. I, I know, yes, yes, yes. You don't like things that people like, so. Uh, no, I uh, just, I just never got into a show about two smartass women, like you know, the mother and the daughter who don't really have a great mother-daughter relationship. They just try and be best friends and they talk really fast all the time, and that's all they do. Yeah, that's wonderful. That's 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 you just sold me, sold me a show right there. It's like. It's like, for a similar reason, I like uh, the show, You're the Worst. The pitch would be, it's about people who are in love, but they're both assholes and talk really fast, but sold, because that sounds like the relationship I would like to have. And what, what oh. I, re- but, but the whole mother-daughter thing, it's just, uh, uh, it's, it's irrelevant to me. Uh, but the thing I really liked when Gilmore Girls was first uh, uh, in, like, in ta- TV, like 10 or 15 yeah. years ago, Mm-hmm. Everybody around me hated it, but I loved it because of the fast talking. And I re- later learned that this whole fast talking thing is was uh, like a method in script writing that changed the whole game, which everyone started to use after that one because the usual uh, the usual method was having one minute represent 
one uh, one page represent one minute but the script for a 45 minute episode of Gilmore Girls was often 80 something pages because they had so many things to say so they just had everyone talk faster and that really got on people's nerves because they said nobody can talk this fast and nobody can come with a retort that a, such a smart retort so fast and I said who cares it's fast it's so much information I like it for the same reason I like Eminem because it's just Lots of information, just packed in time. It's like I just love that shit. I just love a lot of information in a compact uh, uh, package. Well, then I got a TV show for you. It's called Ritalin. Try it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm waiting for my prescription. <laughs> anyway, number two. <laughs> number two is: Do they speak? insert language here in Iceland and the languages I've actually been asked if if they're the national language of Iceland are French Dutch Swedish Irish and wait for it Elvish <laughs> and my answer yeah. is the, the national language of Iceland is Icelandic it's one of the oldest spoken languages in the world and it's really hard to learn if you ever ask an Icelander if their native language is Dutch, they'll probably attack you, like Björk did that reporter in Bangkok. Yeah, the whole... <laughs> yeah, well, the, the, the reporter deserved it. But... Uh, For whole... saying welcome to Bangkok. Yeah, well, yeah. And it was more than that, I think. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, but the whole Elvis thing... Is, is one of those questions, do people believe in elves in Iceland? No, it's not. It's not. Because I thought that's... I would just leave that one out. Yeah, well, let's talk about that one. Because mm. people, people, I like the fact that people travel all over here, waste their money uh, to travel to a country that they think is magical. It's not mm. really magical. It's just, it's just a piece of ground that is sticking out of the sea. And uh, it looks beautiful, but that's just just because it's not covered with trees and you can actually see the landscape i think i yeah, think it's different from what people are used to looking at yeah it's the waste the wastelands are kind of beautiful in a haunted kind of way i think that's a, it mm -hmm. and also the northern lights add a bit of magic to it when they actually appear mm -hmm. uh, and uh, the thing is when they say, when they come over here and they expect a whole bunch of um, beautiful people who believe in elves and then they don't get that i think that's so funny i mean i thought they you guys really believed in elves well we don't believe yeah. in elves here have a pulsa yeah <laughs> have a hot dog bitch you shut want sinip on it pulsa you know no, no, this is this is remolade it's like an onion thing i don't know what it is it's yellow eat it <laughs> Oh man, yeah. I think people get disappointed with that though. Yeah, yeah. Well, the pulsa is good though. The, the, other, the next, the the next thing I've been uh, been asked is, uh, do they speak English in Iceland? And my answer is, everyone in Iceland speaks English, and Icelandic, and probably Danish. And most Icelanders can even understand basic Norwegian and Swedish. I was once informed by a seven-year-old boy in English that I was about to get on the wrong bus and that the one I needed will be coming in ten minutes. And to be careful, because I was standing next to black ice and he had just slipped on it. 
Oh, Black Ice. Okay, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that was uh, that's a true story. A seven-year-old actually yeah. corrected me when I was about to get on a bus in English and said, and be careful, there's black ice over there. I just slipped on it. <laughs> that's so good. And I remember, I remember just waiting as, and watching him get on the bus and going, that kid was seven years old and spoke better <laughs> English than I do. Wow. Um, he will be my new god. <clears throat> I, I think that's... Um, I'm surprised that kids really have that good are that good in English, but I think because uh, when I was a kid, I learned all my English from TV and movies. And when I was a kid, well, they now, didn't they didn't dub the children's movies. They they were in English yeah. as well. But I yeah. think you know it's just the fact that everything else is in English and uh, well, like the kids, like for kids. instance, when when I first moved to Iceland and I lived with my friend Olive, her son's English. He was like eight or something at the time, and it wasn't that good. So like, he understood me, but he was afraid to speak. Yeah. Um, and but he he has spent the last year just he's constantly on YouTube. He follows YouTube channels, and that's where they learn it. They just watch. They're all following YouTubers. Like, there's so many people who follow him, like YouTube makeup artists or YouTube um, funny people, and that's where they learn English. And his English is is like incredibly amazing in such a short amount of time yeah i remember yeah that's i remember when i was a kid and uh and, you know this this one trick that parents use they i think they hardly use it any longer which is speaking another language in front of the kid when they don't want the kids to know what they're talking about but yeah, so yeah. I remember, I remember adults speaking English around me because they were going to talk about some adult issues, and they thought I didn't understand. And I was just sitting there listening and thinking, mm. "That's not how you pronounce weed." <laughs> oh man, that's so true. I I had a I had a language mix up in my own house just the other night. My um, right because my parents my parents speak a, a a dialect of English. Which is I've told you is Geordie. So it, to to an, an average English speaker, the words that they say do not sound English at all, and they use words that are not English. Um, mm -hmm. And my um, I was I was typing on my laptop, and my dad said something to me in Geordie. I can't remember what it was. Um, he said uh, he said Aritman, which means <laughs> Are you good? Yeah. And. I, I I got confused and I looked at him and I said, Kraseire. <laughs> that's nice. That's, that's kind of cute. That's and adorable. He went, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's yeah, good. Yeah. Okay, no, number four, which is one that has nothing to do with Iceland. It's just a question I've been sick of being asked since I've been back in Australia. Mm -hmm. Don't you miss this heat? Yeah. Uh, Okay, because Queensland is unbearably hot. Like mm -hmm. it is disgusting. Um, like it is, like it's it's seven o'clock in the morning and it's already thirty-two degrees. Right. Um, and you wake up here and you know it's going to be a hot day. I'm going to try and record this sound at some point when I'm here. There's these animals. They're called. Do you know what a cicada is? Cicada. Yeah. Is it a terrorist organization? No, or cicada, cicada, cicada. Let's call the whole thing off. Um, Alcada, 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 Alcada. It's it's a little. It's like a cricket, but it lives most of its life underground and then comes out for one night and sheds its uh, it sheds its skin and turns into something and mates. 
but it has this sound, and the entire bush mm. is, I have, sounds I have like that. Like when that. <laughs> but the entire bush just is is electric with this one noise when you know it's going to be unbearably hot, and that I you wake up, you hear that sound, you go, oh, it's going to be a hot day. Um, oh, but yeah. uh, so my answer to this is no. I never liked the heat when I lived here, and I still don't. I enjoy warm. There is a difference between warm and hot. Warm food you can eat straight away. Hot food you have to wait for it to cool, otherwise you'll burn your mouth, and then you'll have that annoying feeling where you can't taste things properly. Australia is that feeling, but the food never cools. Um, <laughs> that, that was beautiful. That was poetic. And number five, the the raisin on the hot dog um, <coughs> is. Are there many tourists in Iceland? <laughs> My um, many is, is not the word. <laughs> there are many tourists so many tourists all of the tourists in fact there are times where the tourists are larger than the number of people who actually live there yeah yeah it's that 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 is a truth and i i i um, the most ironic headline i ever read was about the uh, this year was when there were tourists uh, there was a story about tourist blockers who were complaining about how many tourists there were in Reykjavik. Yeah, and I yeah, thought, yeah. And how you, cannot you cannot complain if you are yourself a tourist, Mr. Part of mm-hmm. the Problem. Mm-hmm. But uh, exactly. I, I, I'm, hearing, I'm hearing rumors, whispers, mm-hmm. uh, I, uh, about uh, it's, uh, uh, the tourist boom will end soon. You know, we're all happy. Oh, it's from, totally um, going to end. Yeah, we're all heading for another financial crash because we're human and therefore we don't learn anything. And yeah. then uh, the, we will, uh, so there will be another financial crash. It won't uh, affect me very much because I have no family and uh, I am an artist and uh, artists mm-hmm. thrive in, in pain and squalor. Squalor. Squalor mm. was the word I was looking for there. Yes. Uh, and um, but it won't be very good for other people, I guess. So it's it's gonna be more protests and more. Uh, it's just gonna be a repeat. It's gonna be a re- mm-hmm. re- Facebook is gonna be on repeat when that happens. I mean, come the fuck on! I really, oh my, oh god! I'm not. I don't have a lot of faith in humanity these days. Yeah. I'm, well, I, I mean. It's, it's pretty obviously coming because there will come a point, it's been so saturated Iceland with tourists that that there will come a point very soon where everyone has already been there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And remember lesbianist. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> let's be honest, if you're coming to do Iceland, you can do most of the major attractions in like two or three days. Yeah. But uh, uh, the good thing is that all these hotels will then turn into apartment buildings, and the rent. And will then go there will down. no longer be people getting kicked out every May. Yeah. Oh, that would be nice. That would be nice. I'm. That I'm gonna. Nice. T- I'm taking dips on a penthouse somewhere. Oh yes, yes. That w- I think I deserve a penthouse. I think I. I'm gonna become entitled. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> that was John of the Barbarian. Let's go on to because I'm on a time limit today. Yeah, because uh, I have to go to the National Broadcasting Association for an interview this morning. Ooh, um, la di da da. La di da. Um, so let's go straight to how to speak. Speak And uh, I've got a really good one. I've got a whole sentence for you today. I've got two mm-hmm. actually. Um, so the first one is, oh, I'm so hungry. I could eat a horse and chase the jockey. 
So he would eat the horse and go for the jockey f- uh, for seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so a very, it's I'm a very so hungry. I can eat the horse, but I'm more hungry than that. I'm so hungry that I will also become a cannibal and eat the jockey and as well. But yeah. that's all right because jockeys are small people, so I'm not that much of a cannibal. Yep. Okay, that's a really yeah. good one. I'm so hungry to eat the horse and chase the jockey. And then if you really want it, there's another one. So say you're in a restaurant and someone is describing the meal to you. You know how mm-hmm. often in restaurants now they say, oh, so, so we've got we've got a wonderful um, Wagyu beef that has been lightly strangled uh, and we're going to marry that with a salad and then divorce it. And then before we divorce it, we'll make it slightly perturbed. Um, you know, it, it's, but so you can cut somebody off. Basically, if you're really hungry, you can, you, and you want to be a rude Aussie, um, what we call an ocker, uh, you can, um, ocker, you can just, ocker, 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 you can just say, wipe its ass, take its horns off and put it on a plate. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> Can I hear you say it? <laughs> Wipe its ass, put it in there. Wipe its ass, pull off its horns. Take its horns off. Yeah. Wipe its, wipe its ass, take off its horns, and put it on a plate, my friend. <laughs> no, you don't say my friend. Oh, my, my uh, Or you'd say mate. Yes, my mate. No, not my mate, you just say mate. Yeah, but what if I want the, the human to be my mate? Maybe it's my way of, you know, uh, flirting. Well, then that human would not be your mate in a strain. They would be your root. Oh, root. Remember, I taught you this. Somebody you probably did. To, to, to penetrate is to root. Ah, yes. Yes, my, my potential root. And then yep. later oh. my mate, if the rooting goes well. That's nice. That's nice. Oh, I can't! I can't wait for our Australian fans to hear you say those sentences. Um, so, what are you going to teach me today? I'm going to teach you about something that you probably, well, most probably, uh, already knew about. But because it's Christmas, uh-huh. I'm going to teach you about some of the Icelandic Christmas um, mythology. Yes. And as you know, we have thirteen Santa Clauses. Thirteen, yes. I remember one time when I was in Finland and they were talking about Christmas, some of the people I was hanging around with, uh, my publishers and such, and and I said, yes, well, in Iceland we have 13 Santa Clauses and they're all named after the petty crimes that they commit. So there's one called uh, Door Slammer. That his cri- his mm-hmm. crime or prank is just to slam doors and there's a window yes. peeper who, who looks, mm. he was the creepiest one of all, and they <laughs> laughed. And then I came back to Finland a year later, and they said, you were serious. We, we saw, <laughs> we thought you were kidding. I thought you were just making it up on the spot. And I said, ah, well, no. My jokes aren't that funny. They're usually more <laughs> poop related. There was no yeah, poop, yeah. poop eater. But they are... Um, Called, uh, there are 13 Santa Claus called Stekkjastur, Gilligur, Stúur, Þvörus, Leikir, Potta, Skivit, Aska, Leikir, Hurðarskelli, Skirgámur, Bjúknakleikir, Bluggagær, Gáttaþögur, Kjötklókur, Kertasnikir, which are, uh, which in English is sheepcoat, clot, gollygog, stubby, spoonlikur, potscraper, bowlikur, doorslammer, skirgáblur, sausage swiper, window, <laughs> <laughs> doorway sniffer, meat hook, and candle stealer. 
Which are Me? all the names of people um, could give themselves when they go to a bondage club. Yeah, well, yeah, doorway sniffer would be an interesting bondage way uh, alias. Mm. And yeah, so okay, let's uh, sheep coat clot. It means he, wearing a sheep's coat. Yeah, and he harasses sheep, but mm. he has he 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 is actually uh, he has stiff peg legs, so he can't bend his knees. So mm. well, so well, it all it says on Wikipedia is that he harasses the sheep. Uh, Make of that what you will. Mm-hmm. A gollygog is a guy who just hides in ditches and sneaks sometimes to steal milk. Stubby, mm-hmm. his his crime is to be ab- abnormally short. Uh, <laughs> That's a crime. Furisleger, <laughs> <laughs> he licks spoons. Pot scraper, mm-hmm. pot Well, they're most of them are food stealers. Then there's door slammer. Who just mm. slams doors during the night, mm-hmm. and uh, saw uh, window peeper who is just that's he's a peeping tom. He is an uh, mm-hmm. he is a sex criminal. Yes. Uh, and I think the coolest guy is uh, uh, Meat Hook. He has the best um, name because his name sounds like a character from a horror movie. Yeah, uh, I, I know what you did last Christmas. The thing is that those guys now come to Christmas, like the first one comes 13 days before Christmas and then the second one, the second one, they put uh, tiny surprises into children's shoes, which they put in the windows. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and recently it has become an issue, well, on Facebook, is the thing that depending on how rich your parents are, uh, your price in a shoe will become either very cool or just pretty cheap. Uh, mm. Uh, if mo- for most of the time it's a mandarin, that's a that's the word for a mandarin, you know, the fruit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fruit. Yeah, mandarin. We that which is kind of our Christmas fruit. Yeah, uh, no, I can't stand it. Yeah, well, you know, because in the olden days, maybe that was the only shipment that uh, came to Iceland. So we, yay, let's make yeah. it Christmas thing. And yeah. um, uh, so now people maybe get computer like video games. Some kids get video games while other kids get uh, mandarins. And when they come to school the day after and compare their treats, some of the kids start to to wonder, wait a minute, does does Skirkobler love Joey more than me? But Joey is an asshole. And he got a video game. Yeah. And Joey, and what will happen in this situation is Joey will one day grow up to run a bank. Yep, absolutely, because life is fair. Yes. But the, 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 those guys actually used to be more monstrous in the olden days. They used to eat children and stuff, but you know. Well, there's. I think you should share. There's a very famous painting of Grilla, their mother, who eats babies and kids. Yes, yes. I'm going to talk um, about Grilla for the next episode. Yeah. I'm saving yeah. her. I'm saving cannibalism you should, for you next should do the, You should do the picture of her because there's one where. She's eating a baby, and the mother is looking through the door, and the mother is just like has this kind of Jesus fucking Christ! I told you to be good. Um, <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> you know who painted that picture? No, Thrunter, my cousin Thrunter. Are you for real? Yeah, he did it. This is this is one of his most famous works. Thrunter painted that picture, which is now like a, a meme. Yeah, is it a meme now? 
it is where basically you know people are like they talk about gorilla in Iceland and they say like look at the mom she just has a face that just can't even <laughs> <laughs> or they're like people on reddit have commented going the mom is like I told you to be good you little shit oh god <laughs> Okay, well, I guess you have to explain. Grilla is like the mom of all the Yule lads or Santa Clauses, yeah. and she is she's she hasn't uh, stopped eating children. She still does. She's a goblin. She's a cave dwelling goblin. Yes, well, a troll, troll. Mm. Yeah, we don't we don't really have goblins. I think. I think ah, it's more okay. more mainland. Goblins are yeah. more mainland. So, but anyway, we can we can we can talk more about her next week. So that yes. was How to Speak Australia, which now leaves it to Good to, to Me Straight. Do you have a Good and, to Me Straight? Uh, no, you go first. Okay. Um, <clears throat> the thing is, I was going to have the whole Captain America as a Good to Me Straight, but it organically oh. became earlier in the show, so I kind of already did that one. Okay. Well... Um, I guess I could go with mine, which was just going to be, so I'm, I'm going on a proper date tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, wh- do you have any advice? I mean, you don't have a hard time being yourself. I do, I do in those circumstances. I get nervous. You do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, I guess when I was your age, Jonathan, mm-hmm. I had a similar. I would have had the similar problem when it mm-hmm. came to meeting girls. I think I was mm-hmm. actually in a relationship by that time, but mm-hmm. uh, dates uh, in my younger years, when I was uh, a young buck, mm-hmm. uh, I I found it extremely uh, worrying because essentially you're sitting down. You're having like a job interview for sex, basically. And the job is having yeah. sex. So mm. you're sitting down with someone and asking questions and, it, and to see if that person is interesting enough to have sex with. That's why yeah. I al- always preferred doing the whole blackout drunk thing uh, or mm. just being in a noisy nightclub because then you don't hear what the uh, other person is saying you don't know if she's interesting or not but mm-hmm. uh, so that so her personality won't get in the way of the sex and vice versa mm-hmm. uh, I mean uh, my personality won't get in the way of her wanting to have sex with me and uh, so that really worked uh, for a long time but uh, later on I found just it's so it's being on on those nightclubs just uh, trying to talk to someone just in hopes of that someone will come home with you it's just work and all all many times leads to disappointment and that's not the reason why you should go out and and play you should just go out to play for the place sake yeah so what i'm leading to here is i found that sitting down with someone having a proper Mm -hmm. date is actually just more um, easy and fun because I've stopped looking at it as that uh, awkward interview and just sitting mm-hmm. down and kind of you know for the most part I manage to do this if I'm having a bad day I, it's harder but um, I just 
I just try to not to care if the date ends well or not. I just and there if if I get if I manage to do that, I will actually be myself, and that apparently is more sexier than being fake. So even if so, I th- yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm actually just telling you to be yourself. It's just that old cliche. It's always yeah, like, and and it's a reason that that's a cliche because it's that's the trick. It works. Yeah, and I guess to 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 go into it going, I've got nothing to lose. Yeah, and but then then something can happen. You find out that the other person is totally lame, and yeah. and they are falling for you because you are being yourself and so charming and don't give a fuck. Yeah. So maybe well, then you have to back up a little and actually not be yourself and be kind of a, a asshole, so they will lose interest. That's very good advice, and I think I think no, you did already. It's, it's, you... Ho- it's horrible advice, but do it. <laughs> <laughs> I will, and I'll let you know how it goes. Hey, we have to quickly move on to the final segment, the ants of agony, uh, yes. because I've got I've, I've got to get going soon. Um, so we have a question that came all the way from uh, Alberta in Canada, and the question is: I have an ants of agony question. My boyfriend and I are moving to Australia in March. He's from India, and I'm Caucasian. Uh, being a mixed-race gay couple in Newcastle... Oh, do you foresee issues with racism and homophobia? Also, am I being unreasonable for not wanting him to go anywhere near the ocean in Australia? The idea of being in a faraway country with a boyfriend that's been eaten by sharks scares me. These are very valid questions. I don't... Yes. I, don't think, I think it's it's really one for me, isn't it? But if a shark could eat uh, his boyfriend in Newcastle, that would won't be such, that would be as bad, because Why? you know you 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 know where to you know you go to the shark clinic, the local shark clinic in Newcastle. But if you're in Australia, you you would have to look it up on Google Maps, and that's such a bother, you know. There is you a think? Newcastle in Australia. That's what he means. Oh, okay. So wait. I thought he was moving from Newcastle in in in, in, in no, Great Britain he's, to to Australia. He's moving from Canada to Newcastle in Australia, which is in New South Wales, uh, out on the outside of Sydney. He's moving from Canada to, to Newcastle Australia. in Australia. Yes. Right. Okay. Yes. Now everything is clearer. Okay. So my advice is. I believe that um, whether you are an interracial couple or not, in certain areas of Australia, maybe Newcastle. Newcastle is a little bit uh, kind of like on the outside of a city. Yeah, you might come across homophobia, but I mean that's part of this country. It's it's ingrained in it. They're working through it. They have a government that still discriminates against gay people. Um, you know, what do you think? What do you think? Uh, uh, like for. Australia as a whole is more homophobic than the United States. Yes. Oh really? So it yeah. is like the homophobia. Uh, it's it's higher on the homophobia scale than many Western countries. Yeah, I mean the incidences of violence in America are higher, but there's more people. There's three hundred million. Um, yeah. We okay. still we but so, also I think the incidences of unreported homophobic violence in Australia are higher. Like people who've experienced it but don't go to the police because they know that nothing will happen. Um, okay. But uh, I mean it is it is something to take into consideration if you're a gay couple moving to Australia. Also with the animals and stuff. Yes, they're dangerous, but you can educate yourself. 
And, you know, I know people have been taken by great white sharks in 30 centimeters of water, but that's, you know, not so yeah, no, And also, you know, it, you know, the thing with great white sharks, you know, because he mm. mentions racism, he's also, mm. you know, uh, worried about racism being in a mixed uh, race uh, couple. Uh, mm. Even though great white sharks are called great white sharks, they don't ki- consider themselves, I think, great because they're white uh, no. so uh, if you get eaten by a shark I mm. guess you at least you get eaten by killed by something tolerant instead of like one of those racist homophobic humans exactly but my, my hot tip for swimming in the oceans in Australia if you're afraid of sharks is always keep a minimum of three people further out in the water than you oh good rule yeah, I'm glad yeah. you said that. Because yeah, whenever so I go to a beach, I tend to swim yeah. far. Yeah, so I would go, bye. Um, you know, if as long as... And, and if you ever swim with me in the ocean, you'll notice I keep myself between you and the beach because the, you are my safeguard. I put myself between you and the beach. But in you all honesty, um, to this to this to this guy who's written to us, if you do want to have like a proper chat about homophobia in Australia and what to expect and stuff, please, you know, send me send me a private message on Facebook. I can talk you through all kinds of stuff, and I can direct you um, to local uh, groups that will help you settle in in Newcastle as well. Yeah, that's uh, that's a that's, uh, I'm glad you're there for this guy. We mm. should be there for our ants of agonies. Mm. Uh, oh, I have a, I have an update as well. Yeah. I have an update. Do you remember? Do you remember? Um, one of our very first ants of agonies was a, a young gay man who was dating somebody who had a rubber fetish, and he was afraid to tell this guy about the fact that he was into rubber. Uh huh. And remember, our advice was: if this guy is afraid of of your fetish, then you shouldn't be with him. Well, it turns out that guy ended up um, dumping him. And do you know what our Mr. Rubber Guy did? What? He and the the rubber guy, the guy, our, our, our aunt of agony who was into rubber, ended uh-huh. up entering a competition and became Mr. Melbourne Rubber. <gasps> and then he just competed in America, and he is the set. He, came, he was the first runner-up in the international Mr. Rubber competition. Oh my God! Do you think we helped a bit in his journey towards? I being... I I had I had a beer with him in Melbourne, and I think we did. <gasps> so we helped create a superhero. I'm gonna ask him if if we're allowed to share his pictures on our page. I would um, love that. I think I think that would be amazing. But I have to. I've got to get going. I have to shower and make myself pretty for radio. Um, I am sorry. I have been a boring uh, co-host this week. You have not been a boring co-host. I don't know what you're talking about. It has been very oh, enjoyable uh, co- co- having a conversation with you. Oh, it's it's. I miss you as well. But I think I think I've reached that point. You know, when we do these these long distance uh, podcasts, where I think one or two, and then I start going. Oh, this is not the same anymore. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm sure. I'm sure next week it'll be much better because I'll be a little bit more nogged up with booze because it'll be close to Christmas. Yeah. Uh, here is my something meaningful. I uh, yep. I want to apologize for being a bit dark, but you know sometimes that's what people want from me. I find. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, mm-hmm. but I've been uh, uh, been losing faith in humanity. But I am 
looking forward to changing that in exactly two hours because I got two tickets to Rogue One, the new Star Wars movie. I know. And that will make everything better. Everything will be nice because of lightsabers and aliens and spaceships and the big Death Star. And female protagonists. And female protagonists and brown people. <laughs> uh, it's been a pleasure as always. Uh, thank you to everyone who listens. Thank you to our sponsors, Nobody. Um, and we will see you same bad time, same bad channel in a week. Thank you. Peace out. Skemmtilega alvarpstætti á nútímin.is Takk fyrir að hlusta.